Hello and welcome to the Swift Legacy Podcast, a show where we talk all things Taylor Swift with a focus on her early career. We're your hosts, Amy, Molly and Rachel, and today we're going to be talking about another of Taylor's unreleased songs, Need You Now. Welcome back to the Swift Legacy Podcast. We are super excited today because we're talking about, I'm going to say another of our favorite songs. Someone someone is going to have to like physically restrain me to stop me saying that every single episode because they are, they're all my favorite songs. Um, so Need You Now is an unreleased song that was written by Taylor Swift and Robert Ellis Oral, who is a prolific co-writer of Taylor's back in the day. And we actually interviewed him on one of our episodes. So if you're interested in hearing some fun stories about writing with Taylor then please check that one out you don't want to miss it that's probably our favorite episode that we've done so Need You Now was written in 2004 and the only version that we have is a studio demo I haven't heard this song in years and I'm just rereading the lyrics now and I'm like this is so good and it is very much like a prequel to the other side of the door do we know what year she wrote it 2004. Um, 2004. Ooh, so those are the doors 2007, isn't it? I think 2006, 2007. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely like, about a different situation if it's even mm-hmm. a real situation on Need You Now. But um, I don't know. It kind of, it kind of does like, let me get the, the lyric up. Let me just think that then. Hold on. So here you are at my window. Guess nobody told you. I don't need you. Don't need you. It's like, I said, leave, but baby, all I want is you to stand outside my window throwing pebbles, screaming, I'm in love with you. Like, that's just like, I'm sorry, just, just to detour for a second. That style of writing, that was like such a special like time to be a fan like, when that sort of music was being like released in Lifetime. Mm, oh, that was definitely. very much like the fairy yeah. tale, like writing. Love that. I feel like the whole like aesthetics of that kind of fearless speak now era as well. It was like a fairy tale. To be like a teenage girl in high school listening to that music as it came out was the vibe. There will there will never be anything like that again to listen to like as it comes out. Never. Not even like Olivia Rodrigo. I know she's a really good writer, but she just doesn't write like that. It doesn't hit the spot. I don't think anyone writes like that. Exactly. Yeah. I think she just Taylor has something so special. Um, mm. so Molly, do you want to summarize the storyline in this song for us? No. <laughs> Great. Rachel, would you like to summarize the storyline in this song for us? Yeah, I can I can summarize. Great, because Molly won't. I'm, I'm the student that's like friends, the naughty kid. So Need You Now is almost similar to Dark Blue Tennessee in a way, now that I'm saying it out loud, is a way that two people want to get back together, but they're kind of too proud to admit it. So Taylor's saying in the verses, I need you, this is what I said, this is what you've been saying to your friends, this is what I've been saying to my friends. And then in the chorus, when the guy does come back to her or the person comes back to her, She's saying, I don't need you anymore. And she's too proud to actually admit it to their face. See, I always interpreted it slightly differently. I okay. agree with the first half, but I I would say at the by the time we get to the chorus, I would say that it, this guy's waited too long. And it's now like, actually, you know what? I don't need you at this point. Like, if you'd come earlier, fine, but fuck you. Yeah, I agree with you purely based on the outro um the outro. Really? I don't know where you, yeah I don't know where you are I don't wonder where you are I don't dream about you because I don't need you now oh I thought um, that was sarcasm like 
Like she's like <laughs> listing all these things. Like I don't, I don't wonder where you are. I don't look for your car. I don't think about your eyes. I don't do this. And then I don't think about the way I never heard you say, I need you. I need you. I need you. I need you. But I don't need you now. Like I always thought it was like a play on words, but I like the way you're thinking. Oh, I like that actually. That's I like interesting, both. but I, I feel like the way it's delivered, I don't know. I'm, I'm still on, I'm still on my, my thought process. Hold on the line, but I've come too far now to go back there again. My heart, my mind, my numbers have changed. You might as well forget my name. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I can see it from both mm-hmm. points of view. Definitely. Yeah. I think it can be interpreted both ways. It's interesting that it kind of has that duality of potential meaning. I feel like this could have like good duet potential, a bit like that. Yes. <gasps> that would be so good. Like that was completely transformed from the demo to the Keith Urban version just by like perspectives. And that song had a lot of like duality for it. Like Amy said, I'm pinching your word there because that was a good one. That's quite but- all right. Mm-hmm. I'm crediting it to you. Theoretically, who would be a good duet for Need You Now? Oh, right. I am going with something because it makes sense in my mind. Okay. Um. So obviously, Lady Antebellum released a song called Need You Now <gasps> in 2009. So this was this was way after Taylor wrote this song. Um. But that song blew up. It's massive. If you don't think you've heard it, you probably have heard it because whether you're into country music or not, it's a massive, yeah. massive song. So if we had to say a duet for Taylor's version of Need You Now, um, I would go Charles Kelly. I knew as soon as you said that, I was like, it's Charles. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I see that. I would love yeah. that. I mean, his I think their voices and would work. Yeah. I went to college with a guy who looked just like him. It was scary. And I remember like showed it to him once and he was like, I've literally never heard of that band ever. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, Kit more off the top of my head, because I think their voices would really complement each other. But I really like your idea a lot more than mine. I, yeah, I can I like see your idea. idea. I don't know. I think, oh, is his a bit too, is his voice a bit too low, maybe? Oh, he's opinion. got such a nice, gravelly voice. I think she'd have to switch up her country singing voice, something a bit more like Miranda Lambert. Yeah. Um, but I'd, I'd, I'd be all on board for, for a bit of that from Taylor. I would. Miranda Lambert vibes. Mm-hmm. well she likes Miranda you know they've they've yeah. always supported each other um do you remember when Red came out Miranda like put that tweet out and it's like I've been on this horrible flight all night and the only thing that's been great it's been listening to Red by Taylor Swift back to back to back amazing album and she brought her out on the 1989 world tour they did Little Red Wagon mm-hmm. do you remember so yes. good yes oh my god mm-hmm. an iconic duo I wish I wish we had more of them together honestly yeah I agree. I'm just going to go through some other people. Who do you think, Molly, would be a good one? I have no thoughts. My mind is blank. I'm not as well versed. You have no thoughts in... ever. Yeah, never. No, I'm not as well versed in male country artists as you guys are. Amy, hear me out. Billy Currington. Maybe. I think his voice would go with Taylor on something really well. On like he think, think like, yeah. hey girl, that like he does. Like, hey girl, what's your name, girl? That one. He's got a really nice, smooth voice. And I feel like hers would go really, really well with that. Okay, okay. I have an idea I know you're going to like. Okay. Hunter Hayes. Yeah, I did think about that, but I just thought like he's not got that. Mm. I I don't know who else. Maybe Brett Young. Yeah, all like the like the the, the Brett El- Brett Eldridge, Brett Young, yeah. Billy Currington, all the B boys in the country B-boys. music. Do you know what I mean? They've all kind yeah. of got that same kind of like boyfriend country music that they go for. And it's yeah. actually like cheesy but good. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Old Dominion. Eric Church. 
Mm. I feel no, because like think of Springsteen by Eric Church, classic, mm. classic. Yeah. I feel like Taylor and Eric could be at the level. Probably not need you now, but like more a ballad together. I think they they'd work well together. Oh, I've had a good idea actually. In the same sort of vein that like um, Charles from Lady A was connected. Okay. How cool would it be if Taylor did like a duet on one of her old country demos with Jack Ingram? I was kind of thinking that too. That would be really mm. cool. I'll I'll get behind that. Even I'll get behind that just because of the the yeah. link between them. I think that'd be really. I'd cool. love that. I would really, really, really love that. If we get back on track to the actual oh, yeah. subject of this episode and we don't just go off on uh, duets again, <laughs> um, should we discuss whether we think this song is fictional or not? Yeah, I based think on it's the fact fictional. That it's, yeah, I was going to say, based on the fact that it's 2004, I think it's fictional. Mm. I, I would agree. I think it's fictional. Okay, yeah. we're unanimous on that. So let's move on to why it didn't make the album. I think she just wrote a lot of them when she was younger. And I know she had a lot of songs on there from where she was younger, but she probably just wanted to make room for the ones that she'd written more like recently to the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I agree, but I think it's a shame because I really like this song lyrically. And I, yeah, I think Mm. it's, I think it's really good. It is like folklore style, like the way, why did I say that's so weird, folklore? It is like folklore style, though, the way that she would write songs, which is about made-up things, it's about made-up mm. stories. And I kind of, I think that's like why, why, why we love folklore so much, like why it definitely like feels a bit like coming home with respect to Taylor's music. Yeah. When she wasn't writing for radio or for what would sound good in the stadium, just her imagination and telling stories. So do we think it'll be on the vault? The I think it stands a chance. I think she'd have to change the name. I don't know what she'd change the name to, unless it's Don't Need You Now. Just because Ooh. the Lady Antebellum song is so, I know they're Lady A now, but it's so um, famous. I the Lady A, sorry. But yeah. it is like 10 years old now, the Lady A song. I just, I don't, I think it's so, it was so big and so iconic, but I don't think. Yeah. I think if yeah, you release a song with, your, with the same name, it's not going to get commercial success. And it's, I just, I just don't. I don't think she'll do it. Mm. Definitely. I don't know that. Do you think now. she like releases the vault songs for commercial success or just for true? Of, like fair. like with with the fearless one, it was only really Mr. Perfectly Fine that she made any kind of effort with. Yeah, she, you all over me. She kind of a re- little bit. Did. Yeah, she released early. That's a fair yeah. point. Um, I just I think it's unlikely. I think I love it as a song. Don't get me wrong. I think it's great. Um, but I just combining the title with the fact that maybe it's not I want to say it's not that special I don't mean it's not that special because I love it but it's Mm. not it's not shockingly like incredibly amazing like mind-blowing for example something like Dark Blue Tennessee no do you really think that what Amy said about Charles from ADA duetting is like potential because you know how her mind works yeah imagine that that would that would be my dream I think no I do think it's a possibility and just think about how much if you are talking about like publicity for it how much publicity that would give to it true but would Lady A want to do that the whole of Lady A on that song can you imagine (laughs) Hillary Hillary's yeah that that. would be very good I think that would give it to them I think that's a really good idea that song we should be giving ideas to Taylor's team honestly We we should design merch we should be doing all the PR moves and picking track lists. I said what I said. 100%. I yeah. agree with you there. So to round this off, as we sometimes do, let's look at some of our favourite lyrics from the from the song. 
Molly, you go first. This isn't a favourite lyric as much, but I love how many syllables she manages to get into the word frustrated. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Aided. Frustrated. It's literally like six syllables. It is. Oh my is it God. Six? It's yeah. so ridiculous. But it's quite, I quite like that. And um, I just don't know. I feel like it's one of those songs where there's no like real standout lyrics, but it tells a really yeah. nice story, if that makes sense. I think the best mm. bit is the outro. Um, but I do really like the imagery of like, I, I need you now, red letters that I've wrote, wrote on the wall. I think that's... Mm. That's what I was going to say. I really, mm. I like the red letters that I wrote on the wall. Um, I like the chorus. I like while we were walking down a one-way street. Yeah, because that's like, is it metaphorical or physical or a bit of both? I like that. Yeah. Words I said drowned out by the rain. And Way heart, there for you, but you never came. Yeah. That was the title of one of my playlists once. Went through oh a phase God. where I'd, I went through, went through a phase where I'd um, make playlists and like the titles would be lyric. That's yeah, that's the kind of thing I did. Yeah, and then memories like photographs from this is really happening. Oh, such an underrated one. That's so Do you know what else is underrated? Rain song. I don't know why, but rain song kind of is so underrated. And it's like I love that. Yeah, it's kind of overlooked because it's just a demo and it's a bit of a weird title. But it's like, oh, it hits the mark sometimes, that one does. <laughs> I like that, mm. yeah. Yeah. Okay, the last lyric that I would just say stands out to me is my heart, my mind, and numbers have changed. Yeah, like, I like that. Yeah. It's just so good. Unfortunately, that is all we have got time for today, but we will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you. Bye.